Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, October the 20th, 2020. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Yud, Resh, and Resh. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of counsel. The declaration today reads this, The action of thought, speed to bring the painting of the big picture in one's mind, making the sound, or another way that I could say this sentence is making the sound to look to see what Yahweh will say to us as we take advantage of our rights to look into the future to affect the now. Now, today's declaration is really, really cool. And I like the way that Michelle starts it off talking about the action of thought, the speed to bring the painting of the big picture in one's mind. We've talked a good bit about the Yud and the place of how um, an idea or a thought and so on are really, really forms of yuds. And, and, uh, there, and matter of fact, there, there, a, there really are a yud in the, in the very strictest sense of the, of the term. And, uh, and in that place of, of it having the ability to grow and develop and so on, I want to talk about another living letter that has a yud inside of it that will ha- kind of help make a little bit more sense about the, the process of a yud. Because see, the living letter hey is not only talking about the breath, I call it a pregnancy letter because it's a dalet that has a yud on the inside of it. And so it really speaks about the place of protection, of, of growth as the child is, is conceived and then begins to grow inside of the mother's womb. And hey represents that place of the mother's womb. Mem does as well, but Mem no longer has the child inside. It's talking about the womb itself. And so it's in talking about the giving birth and the place that the womb does bring about legacy and, and so on and heritage and in, in a family. So both of them are, are beautiful living letters that speak the same thing, but just from different perspectives, if you will. But in this case, I felt like Hay was speaking here in saying, Hey, huh, sorry, pun intended there <laughs> saying, Hey, there's a yud inside of me that's growing and developing. And in that place of the action of thought and the speed to bring the painting of the big picture in one's mind, sometimes will will depend largely upon a number of circumstances. So, you know, that could be the, the process that Yahweh is taking us through as he begins to teach us. You guys know that over the last couple of days, I've talked about how two things work simultaneously. We've got both the the fact that it's already full and complete and lacking nothing that is just as true today, yesterday, today, and forever because I'm in him. And then we have the process that we're walking out at the same time. And Hay kind of talks about the same thing. And so the action of thought and the spree to bring that picture of uh, in one's mind. So it's that process of, of being able to protect that baby and that baby is being fed inside of the mother's womb and being taken care of by the mother until the time and the glorious time when that baby is born and now can be held in our arms and, and be able to look at, to be able to touch, to be able to, to, to speak over and Not that we didn't speak over before while, while they were, she was still in um, her mother's womb. I'm now you guys can see, I'm, I'm thinking about my own daughter here in, in this. So and, and I can't help but speak about but speak but speak about that because that's the one time that I know that I saw this 
we only had one one child and uh, the the moment that we were able to hold her into our our arms was was beautiful although we spoke to her while she was yet in the womb and and prayed over her and 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 covered her and and all the things that we could do as parents before she was born but then the process came where we began to see a little bit more of the picture a little bit more of the understanding and even still she's she's grown now but yet we're starting to see a little bit more of the bigger picture of a, about who she is but see that's that's just one way of looking at this yud in this case because that could also be the idea that could also be the the word that Yahweh has spoken to you because a yud is also a word and the word that he has spoken to you for you or about you about your family and that sort of thing and so it's in that place that that Many times Yahweh begin to show us a picture, a larger picture. And I'm, you know, I'm thankful for those those pictures because they then give me a hope and a place to look towards. Okay, wait. Uh I you remember but remember when we talked about hope? <laughs> we also talked about hope transcending time at the same time. So, you know, hope brings that fully it's it's almost as almost as if, you know what? You guys are catching something brand new because I just saw a connection that I had not seen before. But when we talk about the process of 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 having something like like the like a pregnancy and then being able to hold it in our hands, that process in between the two is hope. Really the process is a part of hope. Because, you know, hope does does elude to there being a little bit of time and hence the reason for process. But yet at the same time, hope also says it's now. Well, let's use the whole pregnancy analogy as a, as a basis of that. Because the truth is, is the baby is still there. Whether it's still in the mother's womb or not, the baby is there. It is complete. It's full. It stands in the place of, the, of a mature son. Even before it's born now, there's a process of maturity, yes that has to take place within the child. But yet at the same time, in the eyes of the of, of Yahweh, they are full, complete, and lacking nothing. They are mature sons, with the blood of Yeshua covering each and every one of them. So so you see what I'm saying? There's 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 this funny point of 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 trying to explain something that is really relatively hard to articulate. But yet at the same time we want to make the sound to look to see what Yahweh will say. I like the way that I, when I first read that, the first couple of times that I, I saw that, I was trying to see if they were actually two different sentences here. But I think about, again, the birth of our daughter and the, the process when my wife was pregnant with our daughter. And I remember as, as a child, while she was still in the womb, that we would love to sit down and I would read her stories. Just about every night, I would read her a story. We many times I would I would sit beside my wife and and speak to our daughter and and read all kinds of little different different books different stories and that sort of thing and then lo and behold when she was born and she was able to read the one thing that she loved more than anything was right before bedtime either mommy or daddy going in and sitting down and allowing us to read a book to her she absolutely loved it. And as she grew older, she began to love books and did very, very well in being able to read and understand and be able to, to read books. She did great in school with her reading comprehension. And so 
you know, I'm thankful because in, in that sense, even before she was born, we were seeing a big picture of a part of what she was going to need to be able to do. And we're seeing the beginning to see the fruition of that in the time that we took in the, allowing her to mature and at the same time speaking to her as she matured. So today's been a little bit more of a, of a revelation about Michelle and I and, and who we are and, and our family. But I love it because it, it really begins to speak because, you know, even when she was born, did we know fully what she would become? No. No, but we knew she was a son. So yes, we did. We knew she would be a uh, son, a king, an heir, and a priest. But did we know what she was going to be doing with that? No, we didn't know that. But I've told you guys before how recently, after after really 30 years, because she's 31, uh, she began to, 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 to draw. And in that place of drawing, we began to see a talent that had been hidden inside of her for over 30 years. A treasure that was just waiting to be unveiled in that place of maturity. So as we take advantage of our rights to look into the future to affect the now, that's exactly what Michelle and I were doing when she was uh, a baby. We were taking advantage of our rights to look into the future to affect the now. Because see, again, remember when it comes to time, those of you who have not heard anything about what I'm talking about, it may be a little bit confused when I talk about this place of time. We do have a YouTube video that talks about um, how does Yahweh see time? Now faith is, how does Yahweh see time? And so if you'd like to take a look at that, that would be a great place of beginning an explanation about some of the ways that we see time here. But let's take advantage of every single part today. Today I think is more of an, um, an encouragement day and, and just showing some correlation with, with who we are as well. But the encouragement today is this. Let's take advantage of our rights to look into the future and affect the now. Don't look at just what's in front of you. There's a beautiful letter that I have not talked much about, but Yahweh has revealed a, a lot about. And that's the Shin Gadol. And let's just say that this, when I talk about that, look beyond what you see right in front of your face. Look beyond what, what the circumstances are for right now, because there is something that's far more greater and a higher form of, of the fullness of Yahweh in what is hidden.